0: Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all are brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer, we do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is Sea Certified Brew Head, and welcome to episode four of BAOS Podcast. Uh, this is our adjunct series, quarantine edition. Now, uh, I am once again joined by my partner and everything, Tiffany, Alexis. Hey, babe, Hello,
1: everyone. Great, so happy to be here, happy to be here. It's wonderful. How are so, you? How are
0: you? I'm, uh, I'm chilling. It's you know it's Friday, you know, been a hectic day, but we are here. Um, so for everyone listening, we are also going live on um, YouTube every Friday, uh, somewhere between 8 and 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, Stefan, finding ancient checks. I hope you're going to catch them, buddy. <laughs> um, so yes, we'll be, if you guys have heard the last few episodes, we'll be referring to... Um, uh, the comments and stuff. People are commenting in. We've got this new software that makes it extra sick. So if you are listening on the audio, um, go and check out the videos. That we're dropping on YouTube. It is um, it's pretty dope. Now, if you are watching, you see that we have headphones on. Um, the reason for that is we're going to bring in a guest, which is the yes first time we've are. got a guest in on Skype. In I think the the we did it on episode six with Dave Seacott from Michigan, who now works for Brew Detroit. And we did it, I think it was episode 10, 11 or 11 and 12 with Phil from Brewhead. So me and Phil were here and uh, my brother Notion and Scott were in Toronto. Um, now, people have asked us over the years, you know, breweries from other I don't know states, countries, whatever, like why, you know, can we be on in Skype when you call us in? so we stopped doing that because the whole point of our podcast was we were supposed to visit breweries and we were supposed to... Um, you know, show off the breweries, you know, in video form. The video were a super important part of what we actually do. So being that, um, you know, video is key and actually going to the brewery and drinking their beers is kind of like, I don't know, it just kind of felt like redundant to, you know, interview a brewery and then not be there. Yeah. So it just made no sense. So we declined many, um, I guess, Skype requests over the years. But... Being that we are in a very, very unique time in history. Um, You know, Tiff and I could do the podcast every weekend. That's fine. But um, like I said, we are using new software now. Um, We have got our full recording setup attached to the computer and we're able to rip the audio from this for the podcast in full quality. But we're going to bring in our first Skype guest since 2000. I want to say either late 2015 or early 2016. Uh, This evening, if you have... Watch the podcast or listen to the podcast in the last six months, you might recognize this young man. He was, he either won the podcast or he broke the podcast, as we say. He was episode 159. <laughs> he is a good friend of ours. Uh, Nathan from Nathan Desbier. welcome, sir. Hey. What up, friend? Hey. Oh my gosh, I need to get um, cool, huh?
1: some like laugh, what is it called? Like oh, sound effects. Oh, do you have? Look Can at you know
0: that. <laughs> I don't know. I think I can even add my own stuff. That's amazing. Oh, we need
1: to be using Oh, Oh.
2: That's perfect. Nice. Good, man. What's happening? Not a whole lot. uh, You know, living that quarantine life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all? So, Nate, you're coming live and direct from Ottawa, Ontario?
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, coming
0: to you live from Ottawa in my office right now. Nice. Damn. If anyone's seen, you get the Bellwoods background right there. That's what yeah. it is. I love loving it. i loving that gallery wall there. Right? Damn. The, the Vox Pop tea. That pineapple. That's right. Looking gorgeous. Double fruit punch. Double bunch. fruit punch. Yes. So, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about this evening. And I feel like we can't really talk any further, Nate, unless we crack a beer, mate.
2: Yeah, we got to do it. So we have a theme for
0: the evening. You want to tell everybody what our theme is?
2: Yeah, the theme for the evening is going to be one of our very favorite breweries, and uh, you could make a good case that they are one uh, like one of the, if not the best brewery in Canada. Big facts from Seaforth, Ontario. Half hours on Earth. Yes. Oh
0: mine's not going to do that. I'm going to hold it here. Yes. So what's uh, yours looks? Yours sounds amazing. You want to tell us what the one uh, that you're drinking?
2: Yeah. So, um, I, so I got an order that, uh, th- that came in a week ago. So, th- so this is a fairly recent release. This is called another dimension. Okay. It is a fruit, passion fruit, mango, pineapple, sour IPA, Woo! Uh, which uh, just like one of the things I love about half hours, it is a very long list of adjuncts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so and I'll tell uh, I'll tell you one of the other things in it as well. Uh, also has uh, you know one of our favorites, milk sugar. Damn right it does.
0: <laughs> milk and sugar. If anyone better. knows anything about us? Team lactose is uh, team Lact- uh, what we live for here. Um, oh sorry, we did have uh, a comment there. What's up, y'all? Drinking Tuckahoe Brewing. Loop, there it is. Hey, oh, that's a good name. That's I thought cool say Lupe. I like that. That's a cool name. What's good? And where's that from, by the way? Um, that sounds sick, man. Have you had that one before, Nate?
2: No, this is a brand new one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh yep. Yeah, and and I'll tell you something else too. Hopped with Citra, Idaho 7, and Sabro. Ooh, and you know those nice. three are three of uh, you and I are big fans of Sabro and Idaho 7.
0: So that is pretty cool. It's, true. it's got all them in it. Um now, Stefan's so saying it sounds amazing. You damn right. What you got there? I have something that you gave me, actually, in a trade. Uh, this is uh, Autumn Rebellion, a pumpkin pie super goza coming in at eight percent, and this bad boy has pumpkin spice, brown sugar, marshmallow, Madagascar vanilla, pink Himalayan salt, coriander, and milk sugar. Uh, of course, another laundry list of team- ingredients, but team lacto, another team lactose beer. So I'm going to get these poured right now. So I had uh, I had this clearly last fall when you linked me with it, but I kind of just had an extra one. Um, hanging around and kind of just got caught up in you know the, the beer grind as 10 you know tends to happen
2: happens to the nurse, best
0: of us right you know things just sort of like slip by um but I haven't had this for a while it's certainly seasonally inauthentic but um oh looks great yours sounds great there too oh you even got the Oh my right? gosh this amazing, guy, right jeez well oh, yeah. cheers, bro. Get it in ya. guys. Cheers. I hope you drink cheers. some. Money. Fuck, man. Wow. It tastes like a pumpkin pie. It's intense. It's tart. Oh, you taste all the that. pumpkin pie spices. <laughs> I love
1: the Nathan.
2: Davis bought your name funny. They wrote it on the canvas. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, they did it like um like like a, uh, like a bucks glass uh um, oh, name bucker. Oh
1: yeah. that's
2: smart. So smart, yeah. Right? I even, that's, so, like, yeah, that's a really nice touch, I thought. I think so. <laughs> oh, that's good. They, like, good
1: marketing.
0: I, y'all, y'all I y'all didn't see, notice the they have, and uh, stuff. It's not yeah. going to work because so we turned the autofocus off. But basically, it's got like yeah, you know, spice, sugar, marshmallow, vanilla, and it just x it all just like on the Starbucks cup. That's so clever. That's money. It says, keep cold, drink fresh. Well, what's the best before January 10, 2020? Oh, shit. My bad. Oh, really? It tastes great. tastes fantastic. How's yours, Nate? Tell us about it. Yeah, it's still doing all right.
1: Like that
2: oh, give it a sniff mate give it a. Good this one's sniff. nice so this one so this one's clearer than i thought it would be i thought it'd be pink too don't know why yeah no but it's um it's awesome yeah like i can definitely right up front i can smell the passion fruit for sure because passion like like you know passion fruit that always like that always comes through big and strong it tends to uh overpower a lot of other fruit additions uh like so it's it's quite tart not um not overpoweringly so
0: no
2: um i'm definitely getting the man- like the mango there's some a bit of acidity from the pineapple and even a bit of like and the coconut vibe coming off um from the sabro is actually kind of mellowing everything out so it's uh interesting like, like there's a lot going on with it but it's still like very well balanced and you taste something from everything like the only thing that I'm not sure about is, is that I'm tasting is the dragon fruit, but dragon fruit like has so very, like, so very little flavor on its own. I feel, like, I feel like that's one I would not be able to pick out.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's a very... From the, from the it's like a complimentary fruit or kind of more just fun to have it in there, like star fruit or something, yeah. as opposed to something yeah, that like totally. delivers flavor. I don't know why. When I think dragon fruit, I think pink, so... That's why I thought the color, but I guess it wouldn't be that color unless it had like some sort of red fruit.
2: Yeah, but even but like the with the dragon fruit, like the outside of it is pink, but the actual flesh of the fruit is white with the uh, like with those seeds.
0: Yeah, Ah, I love dragon fruit; they're amazing. Safan saying no beer for me tonight. tonight. Only a shredder. (laughs) We gave we gave our shredder because he needs to shred some documents, and uh, we live on the uh, in the same building, so it worked out pretty well. Shredding stuff. So, Uncle Nathaniel, it has been a while since we have uh, had a full chat. it
2: has um, been a while.
0: We have a list of things to talk about tonight. So, I appreciate you joining. I think this is going to be good. Um, if people don't know, Nate uh, is our lead blogger for BOS, of course. So, Nate runs things there. Um, so, go check out. If you check out the blog, the vast majority of the posts are from Nate um, Nate also... Um, and I, we started Team Lactose together on Twitter, at Team Lactose, so go follow nice. us.
1: Isn't he the one updating those creative names all the time? Yes. They're great. Okay, yeah. Yeah, your names? <laughs> the names What's are it? so like good. Team
0: Lactose from a distance? From the distance. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you did... Just so
1: timely, and then right? the milk, sugar, and cookies, and cookies one? Yeah, it was just uh, always just timely and great. I love that. And one. what
0: was the other one for... for uh, I guess we just did Team Pumpkin for... Because um, we are very much Team Pumpkin, uh, hence this it was It
2: was longer. It was like... Team pumpkin spice latte Scout or something like oh, that. Oh
0: yes, <laughs> so ridiculous. I love it. Which is very true. So basically, Nate and I align on um, all of the things that most beer nerds hate, uh, meaning m- m- lactose and pumpkin, I guess. So <laughs> we have eight two- you mean fun styles. Yeah, we just like innovation. Fun. Hashtag innovation is what Nate and I enjoy. Uh, Tiff is also team. team you, know, fun. you were that? Team fun. Team fun. Team, team creative. Fun. Team
1: innovation. Yeah, yep. definitely. All right,
0: beautiful. So we're all on the same team here. Um, So yeah, Nate and I along with Chris and Max from Hopson Bros and Noah from Beerism all have a group chat Uh, we talk pretty much every day I guess and i was going to slowly get all the boys on and if this program allows us we'll see if we can do like one big Skype orgy on here if it's possible I hope it is but uh, I want to soak it up yeah, it'd be pretty cool I've got a feeling you can there has to be a way to do it Uh, I'll find out anyway so, that being said, like my soul, you saw you, you seem like Aussies. is sorry. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of we make fun of it so much that, and I've never spoken like that, and now I'm I'm doing it normally. You know how that goes, right? God damn it! So first things first. Um, let's talk. Let's touch on half hours on earth because the reason why we're trying to decide what to drink tonight, and um, we were like, well, it'd be better if it had something that we both, you know, had beers from the same brewery and also, um, you know, that we both really, really enjoyed. And you happen to have a stash. you got a fresh yeah. um, delivery in. I have the next thing we're doing. We both have the same beer, which is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So we are just both advocates of this brewery. I don't know when I – I think Hillary got me some on my first one. Hillary from Pretty Penny. She's Was that when she came and her. did the podcast? No, we did a trade. Oh, she okay. got me some Barn Cat and – um, their when they first can What was their first can
2: triple Uh, R- their
0: first can was the simcoe triple IPA or something
2: um, it might yes yes you're right it was uh, it, yeah it was triple Simcoe triple simco so she got me that and we
0: split a half hour's order uh, and I got her a bunch of fire from here. So she got me a bunch of stuff. I think it was mostly bottles, like Totally, one of their uh, raspberry hibiscus sours, which I had again the other night. The new version is phenomenal. So I got introduced to by that, and I think I kind of had them few and far between. And if you guys remember, the episode 159 of the first batch of podcasts, season six, I guess, that one. Ended up yeah. Being, uh, Nate, you brought both of our favorite beer of 2019, Game Blouses. That's right. Uh, a blueberry maple pancake sour is that right with lactose that's that's, that's absolutely right that being oh point. my god that was fantastic beer wasn't it and you got you got I, it again right
2: well yeah in the uh, like, like that was the thing in in that order when i brought that one uh, that we shared on the podcast i had only got one can of it You're and kidding. it absolutely blew our minds so that was kind of the like what uh Prompted me to place an order this time was the fact that they brought it back. Like okay, <laughs> can, four cans this time. <laughs> yes,
0: smart move. Have you cracked any of them?
2: I haven't cracked them yet. Oh, that is some willpower right there. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, we're waiting for the right opportunity. I'm probably going to get in some of those this weekend. I think. Oh, please let me know how that goes.
0: After that, I found it in Toronto. I, I think it was either at the end of last. I think it was end of last year at um. Uh, Boxcar Social, it's a cafe that's also, it's like the perfect place. It's a third wave cafe with fire pastries and they also have like 12 taps and a shit ton of bottles and cans mm. and they've got like small bats, whiskeys and, and spirits and local wine like Rosewood and stuff. So it's like, the, we want to own <laughs> a place like that. It's have amazing. you been to Boxcar? A great spot. Yeah. Have you been?
1: I- no? Oh, highly recommend. Yeah. I think they have about four locations. The one we always end up going to is the one in like Leeside, Riverdale. So like Queen East. Yeah. Um, it just oh. has, it's just perfect and it's a great vibe to even work from because you can be like working and then you yeah, have like, your coffee you have your third wave coffee
0: and then you're like we and then
1: you're like alright well it's 4pm no, no. <laughs> let's move into the, the good stuff you know so well, when well, I was there the well,
0: last like, time they happened to have game blouses in a can it was like $14 a can I was like fuck it I'm doing it and it was whew, it was that first batch it was probably yeah uh, I didn't regret that oh no not every mate every penny I could have gone something new and tried something different because you know I'm not in Toronto all the time but figured that would be the move because it's even rarer to try that beer again i probably better fresher it was still great Mm -hmm. um because by the time i had it i got a feeling it was christmas and you we did the podcast in october so it would have been a few months old at that point yeah but god it was exceptional um so half hours are a brewery they're based in is it seaforth ontario yeah
2: and where are they specifically i want to say it's it's about an hour west of toronto okay
0: yeah. look at that coming through with the facts immediately so shouts to Bassam. go follow him on youtube as well uh he's got his actual here that's his account right there so you yeah. can go follow him uh the boxcar location was a house turned into a cafe or bar so cool. so he's talking about the Bassam. You talk about the um the little Summerhill. hill no well hang on there's one on exactly the summer Hills on yep. young we were referring to the one that you talked about just off Queen East on Bolton. Mm-hmm. There's one on in like Harbourfront and there's another one somewhere else. Yeah, isn't
1: there like five Bassum? Like five yeah.
0: locations or something. Hey, wait, what what you say here? First location. Which one was the first location? I got a feeling that that one was.
1: Yeah, the first location was probably the house. Which would be super cool. Yeah. If that's, the case. If that's what it was. So yeah. super,
0: super fire. So yes, yeah, so the reason why we love half hours um being that Nate and I, we you and I had share a very similar palette. Um, as far as we like the fun kind of beers, we love you know, hazy IPAs, milkshake IPAs as well. But we very much appreciate a really well made sour. Um, and look, much as we joke about what we call yawn beers, like boring, kind of more traditional styles, we if you know, there's n- almost nothing I would prefer over a, a fantastic Crispy Boy right now. Yeah. So half hours, just kill it with everything.
2: Yeah, and they're one of those uh, like they're one of those breweries particularly with their canned stuff and, and even some of the bottles as well like there is nothing they won't put in a beer and they will <laughs> put in in crazy combinations like your uh, the, like the like the pumpkin one that you're drinking right now is a perfect example of that like yeah. like i think the ingredient list is like eight lines long or so, <laughs> like or something like Six. that <laughs> yeah and crazy. like and like you know some breweries they would put a like a long list like that and it would like and it would taste like a hot mess, but uh, but half hour but half hours it's always super delicate, super well balanced. It's always so refined, um, and their canned beers are so different from their bottled beers too, because the canned beers are usually sour IPAs, um, you know, usually with lactose, usually with some kind of fruit addition. But then the bottled ones, that's usually where you like where you get set, like some kind of funk or uh, like or something barrel aged or one of the ones that they okay, like kind of that, like that was kind of another step in a different direction and one of my uh, another one of my favorite beers from last year was advanced drinker which like which was their farmhouse lager in that gigantic 750 mil bottle and that was like, like that was life changing for me that beer i like i, I still have dreams about that beer <laughs>
0: Oh, that's a good episode. Name.
2: It, 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 it like it's on a short list of the best loggers I've ever had. It was so good. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um,
0: why was that specific one so good? Being it was like the farmhouse, it was like a, a, a lager,
2: but with farmhouse yeast. I would ma- imagine. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, like it, it's been a little while now, so I like I couldn't uh, like I couldn't pinpoint what like what spe- like what specifically it was about it, but. It's like, and the farmhouse was not like a big punch you in the face kind of farmhouse flavor. It was like, it was very delicate. It was crisp, refreshing, everything you'd want a good lager to be, but with a very, uh, that kind of like balanced farmhouse quality to it. And, it was one of those things too that like, like because it was like a farmhouse yeast beer, like you know, like when you pour it, it's got like like it had a huge pillowy meringue like a head that was like that was floating above the glass and, and like and everything and, I like it was one of those things that I was so glad that the bottle was so big because I did not want to stop. <laughs> wow! Yeah, your what photo. An of,
0: did you see the photo? No. The photo was crazy, just with the that big meringue head um it was exceptional yeah. now in a comparative beer the one that i had was called range life and i think you said you have that now
2: i uh, yeah i i i've had it in in my previous order and i grabbed two more bottles of it in this one because that because that was in the same territory it's okay. like like a very similar kind of beer and poured with that same head uh, t- as advanced drinker yes. did would you say it's as good I would say it's as good, yes. Oh, really?
0: Okay, so I didn't miss out because yeah. I was like, I saw you had, it, I think Chris had it too from Hubs and Bros, and I was really jealous. And I don't, you know, I I don't get super jealous that often, but like that one just looked, and just the way you guys were just losing your minds over it, I was like, oh lord, this this is
2: ridiculous.
0: Sex to um,
1: ruin.
2: Yeah, yeah sex. I, a, I I would love to have Advanced Drinker again, but re, like, but Range Life is just, is just as good, definitely.
0: Okay. That is really, really good to know, so I didn't totally miss out. Uh, Sexton Brewing is saying the Lucifuge Schwartz beer from Half Hours last spring was awesome. Did you happen to have that? I haven't had that one, no. No. That would be interesting to try their dark stuff. I mean, I've had a bunch of their stouts, and they're always like this type of craziness. Like, I had a gingerbread cookie stout and a s'mores stout, I think they did. Like, they're all fine. They're kind of low ABV, the ones, like six-ish for a pastry. Yeah,
2: they uh, a bunch a, a bunch of stouts in uh early december i i unfortunately missed out i didn't and i, I didn't place an order in time to uh, like to get on those but they sounded really good
0: yeah they those were exceptional but i can imagine what they would do with the more straight up and down style because i feel like they're crazy and this is why they're so good to us their crazy shit is as good as their traditional well-made stuff like they do Straight, like you said, a farmhouse Absolutely. lager. They're, I'm sure they do straight up and down lagers, and they're you know just regular saisons and stuff like that um, that are mind blowing. So I could imagine that that Schwartz would just be bonkers. I'm sure it was great. Um, and yeah, some of the. I mean, I guess they. Pro- what would you say they're best known for?
2: Uh, well, they like they kind of built their name. On like on sours and farmhouse, like that's the like that's their bread and butter. And it, like basically anything that they that, that they put out is uh, like is going to have that kind of that kind of a twist on it. Like any of their IPAs, I think, are always going to be sour IPAs. Um, and any of their bottled stuff is always going to have some kind of farmhouse twist. It'll have some uh, it'll have some kind of barrel aging. It'll have like it'll be farmhouse yeast um there like there'll be brett uh but, like so so there's always just some kind of either sour or farmhouse twist because gotcha. like, that's it, that that is what i would say they're known for
0: hmm. okay i wasn't actually sure so that was that was good to know have you had many of the i guess i usually give you a sip of the yeah. at least right to be like hey check it out um not, everything's always fantastic everything is yeah uh, the Black Lager had all those nice, roasty, and light coffee notes from a Schwartz, but had a touch of the farmhouse funk. Now, that would be interesting to have a farmhouse dark beer. I can't recall if I've had too many like that. Um, that's interesting. But yeah, there's basically nothing that they can't do. And everything they do is they do except like not just like, you know, oh, it's
2: good. It's like like mind-blowing every time. And that's the yeah. point. It's next level every time. They they like no, nothing that they put out is ever like just fine. Yes,
0: and that's what differentiates them. Like even this like ridiculous pumpkin pie goza is like I wouldn't drink too many of them to be no. honest. This is a good but a
1: good amount.
0: It's but yeah. Delicious. This is yeah. It's really really good. Like and that's the the main difference here mm-hmm. is like it's just out of control. So um, yeah, huge yeah. fans of them. And this is probably a half decent segue. Um, some of the things I want to talk about with you are, are, are sort of what you've been up to during quarantine and one of those questions about how you're getting your beer. And being that half hours on Earth are like a million hours away from anywhere, they're sort of like – aren't they like a couple hours north of Toronto towards Sudbury type of thing?
2: So they, they wouldn't get uh, – they're, 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 they're kind of like, uh, more like a, an hour and a half west like and a bit north as well. It's yeah. like they're, they're kind of not really near – any like any major city like um when i um even like k w they're still about an hour's drive from there like like they're they're quite remote
0: gotcha so they wouldn't have a ton of um what you know walk by traffic or anything like you you're
2: they're a destination exactly they're one of those places that uh, yeah they they're one of those places that you kind of have to be very deliberate in going there if you like if you're ever going in on site
0: Gotcha. Okay, so being that they are remote, one thing that Ontario and we've spoken about this at length on the podcast, and and uh, you know the lives and whatever, but you know, they are able to ship, and they are very very good at that. If I'm not mistaken, they were the first brewery in Ontario to add an online store. Is that accurate? From
2: yeah, you're you're not mistaken. They were the pioneers of uh, of online ordering and shipping beer in the.
0: Which is great because their stuff is so good and it's so um, sought after that they have at least really yeah. giving people a way to be able to get hold of beers. Um, so you're out there in Ottawa. Um, what's been happening during quarantine? How you've been getting your beer? What's going on?
2: Yeah. So yeah, like, like you said, you know, and I'm, like you know, I, I'm I'm staying home, and um, as we all uh, as we all should be right. Um, and, uh, so, so how I'm getting my beer is I am placing a lot of orders, <laughs> um, even, uh, so, so even just, uh, just locally, uh, we've, uh, like, I, I talked about this on the blog a, a couple of weeks ago. Um, like we've got, uh, like some breweries are doing some great stuff around here locally and all across the province to, Continue to be able to get beer to um, to consumers. Um, and the, the the one that I talked about at length on the blog is of, like, of course, one of our faves, uh, Dominion City. Yes. Um, the, and like the thing that uh, like that fascinated me about them is that like they were really at the forefront of it. Like, like they were the most proactive in kind of getting this whole, like getting this whole reacting to uh, like to running their business in the pandemic um, with their whole. Uh, with their whole drive-through, contactless pickup uh, thing, where you know you so, say so, they've completely closed down the retail store. Uh, that how they work locally now is um, if you're picking up on site, you're placing your order online, you drive up, you give them your like you give them your your order number, they put the beer in the trunk, no, like no, no contact, you drive off on your way, you've got your beer, you're good to go. Um, so that like so that's a fantastic. The, uh, the, like thing that they and I think they were one of the first in Ontario to do that they were certainly one of the like they were certainly the first in Ottawa if not the first in the whole province um, and they were also one of the first in Ottawa to be doing like uh, direct home delivery uh, for uh, for the locals so within uh, like within a certain radius of the city that like you know you place your order if it's over 40 bucks they'll deliver it to your home for free love it so good yeah yeah um, So, uh, so I've definitely taken advantage Mm -hmm. of their drive-through service to get beer from them. And they are doing so well right now. Like they can't keep beer on their shelves. They're like, they're literally selling out of their stock every day.
0: I saw them saying that, which is wild. Like they're actually out of yield. It's incredible.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like people are buying it faster than they can brew it. It's uh, that like it's, and it's good to see that they're, that they're managing to do that well, mm-hmm. um, in these circumstances. 100%. Um, so that's just one example. And, um, the, uh, and the other thing that I'm doing is of course, as like, as we've been talking about is, uh, like placing orders from, uh, like from some breweries out of town as well. Um, like I, I got this big order from half hours last week. Um, and it's something that's been expanding quite a bit, not surprisingly, over the last month and a half, um, because breweries need to try to find a way to get uh, like to, to be able to keep selling their products. Yeah. Um, and for some of them, I think they've been finding that you know it's it, like it's not enough to um, to be able to just sell locally. So a lot of them who didn't previously have problems wide online stores have, uh, like have opened that up. There's a ton that have jumped on that. In the last couple of weeks, and um, one of them, which is another one that I got, uh, like that came in last week. One that uh, that I, I've been waiting forever for them to open up I an know. online store <laughs> in uh, in Toronto. Yes,
1: I saw your. Excitement. Had- I, I saw your excitement through the gram.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was so amped that they finally had an online store because because I mean they're not local for me and I can't like you know I can't get their uh, I can't get their stuff right now so as soon as they had that out okay like I'm placing a big order right now, so yeah, so that's been it like we're really really lucky in Ontario that breweries are able to sell that way yeah um, so it's uh, like to be honest I don't miss going to the LCBO it's uh, like it's um, it's not been difficult to get like to get beer dropped on my doorstep, um, and so, like and something else I'll mention as well because another thing that's changed recently with that with a lot of breweries because like most of them use Canada Post to uh, they like to ship their stuff. Um, Canada Post is of course incredibly slammed right now like because of the pandemic. Like like you know they've got. Their own staff to uh, like to worry about, and, um, and like all of the like, and just all of the uh, like burden that they've got with all, like with everything that they still have to manage to deliver. So um, it's like it's very difficult for them to keep up with all of the like, with all of the shipments coming through. As well, there's complications with the ID requirements for uh, like for Canada Post deliveries. Um, so what started to happen is that they, like, during this time, they've said that they can't do the ID check that they normally have to do when they uh, like when they deliver alcohol uh, deliveries. So all of those are getting sent straight to the post office. So what a lot of and, and that kind of defeats the purpose. Adds another step that we're really <clears throat> be doing during the time of. So this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like having to make a trip to the post office to exactly. like to go pick up a shipment. So, a lot of breweries uh, to kind of like to kind of help alleviate that step. Um, they like a lot of them have switched to courier services, which are able to do uh, like doorstep drops. I
0: also so, that, so they don't
2: need something They can just like they can just leave it by your door and you're good to go. Love yeah. That.
0: We had a, uh, I won't say the brewery cause I'm not sure if it's allowed, but we got a... Um, a package here? A, yeah, a PR package. I think you would have got it too because um, I know you're on the list. But they just changed it from their 19 plus and they just put leave it door on yeah. the package. And I was very grateful for that because it, you know...
1: It's been, its it's so counterproductive because we're trying to stay home and not go outside <clears> and then we're <throat> getting these <throat> boxes and they're sending us to a post office <throat> full of people to go pick up the beers and the wine, so... I loved that they did that. I actually thought it was Canada Post that fixed it, but it wasn't. It was the brewery directly who who did that. And look,
0: we were saying, like, I understand that, you know, you don't want 17-year-olds ordering beer, but, like, honestly, what 17-year-olds are ordering 12 wines from Rosewood or fucking, (laughs) you know, expensive beers from Bellwoods? Like, they're not doing that. They want want to go to the LCBO or whatever and get a six-pack of Cools Light. Like, they don't care. So I really think it's just, like, they're putting their priorities in the wrong place, so I would really... Whilst I get it, like, I just, I I don't think it's necessary. I think they're actually doing more damage than good by trying, But you know, particularly, what if, what if it's someone who, no, I was going to say someone who's immune. Um, uh, oh, who
1: has an immune issue or something. Yeah, like there. something yeah. like that. Or I was
0: going to say maybe a lot of people who do are immune uh, compromised, they might yeah. not be able to drink anyway, but. Yeah. Point being, you're just forcing people to leave the house. No, you
1: actually still would be allowed to drink. It's just that like being in contact with a virus is going to hurt you and much, impact more, you than much alcohol, more than alcohol. Right? Someone else. Yeah. So yeah, sending them to go pick up things. It's like it defeats the whole purpose of all of us trying to stay inside and order things to come inside. So yeah, that's the strangest. Yep. That, that's <clears> a strange rule, and also. We went to pick up f- several packages from Canada Post, and no one's even checked our ID. So it's not doing anything. They're just like, "No, you don't need to sign. No, you don't need to just take the box and go." Like they're trying to yeah, get you out. Yeah, they canceled the. Yeah, signing they even canceled thing. the signing thing. So they just like go. It so. just
0: seemed like oh, so you made me walk in the cold <laughs> and put myself and everybody else at risk. Maybe for nothing, waste then.
1: the mask. Maybe do all this stuff just to yeah yeah. yeah. It's, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw that uh, this gentleman here uh, said, "Where's Sexton Brewing?" I'm curious about this. No show. Sure. Um, yeah, where are you? Dominion kills it every time. Solid beers every order I get. Okay, so I will assume you're in Ottawa.
0: Yes, or at least in Ontario. Or at least
1: in Ontario. Yeah. yeah. Dominion. Honestly, we were talking in the last episode about pivot or die and how important it is to pivot. And I don't know if there's a brewery at like, I would say they're probably like my top most creative brewery who I'm always just consistently impressed by within Canada, if not just in general. I don't know if I can think of somebody else who I'm always consistently impressed by. Like not only do they have Agreed. great beer and then just a great culture and employees. Every time we go there, it's a fantastic experience, but on top of it, it's just like they always pivot or are doing interesting and creative things first, first. Yeah. They are definitely like the first movers.
2: Every yeah. They, like, are, they're they're never reactive. They're always proactive. Yeah. At, like in everything, the, um, like their response to like, their response to this is perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh like and the uh the festival that they held in that that they held in february that like rooted in place i think that's my favorite beer festival i've ever been to oh we missed out then (laughs) yeah we messed up we mess up got that in just under the wire because i don't know because i don't know when uh, well like when beer festivals are gonna like are gonna be a thing again it's probably like it's gonna be gonna be a little while i'm probably
1: not going to one for like at least two years yeah i'm okay anyway yeah i'm okay (laughs) yeah
0: yeah, it's uh, that's a whole other, other question. We've also got that's another thing. We're sitting on three vlogs the um, Where to Drink in Montreal, Vermont, and in San, San Francisco. Francisco vlog. One of them we filmed with you with uh, the City Brutal, as we talked about it before. And we're like, well, we can't even drop them because, like, what's the point? Like, it's yeah, they no one can go anywhere. I mean, maybe it would help people be aware, like, look forward to something to, to go and do something, um, but or maybe somewhere to order from if they any of those places do order, those three places, I'm pretty sure don't do ordering at all. Yeah. So it's an interesting thing because even like I was thinking when you say the beer festivals, my first thought, which I guess is where my head's at, is that content. Like, oh, when we go to beer festivals, we do the vlogs and those vlogs are fun. I'm like, fuck, well, that's gone. Yeah. All those beer tourism vlogs are like well, out the window for a, a lot of
1: traveling anything, anyway, period. No, I know, Being I know. Being in large so places with anybody.
0: No, I'm, exactly, I'm not exactly rushing to, to go and do that. Mm-hmm. Um... No, that is dope. So, you've been ordering a lot of beer. Um, yeah. One thing that uh, I'll come back to this other one. Or do you want to do that one now?
1: Uh, let's hear from Sexton.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry, there's there's a comment. I love it. So oh, they are hat. in Welland.
1: Welland. Okay, what? I'm doing weekly orders from the Came and Kettle for some solid core four beers, and have done online orders from Dominion, Little Beast, and Fairweather. Like sawdust, interesting, and sawdust, nice. Nice. I like you said core four beers.
0: So I guess when you're saying core four beers, you mean like your crushes? King yeah, the ones Kettle that you can always end. rely on and just go to. So that was something. Do we talk about that? No, last we episode? didn't,
1: because that's interesting that you said that. Because I was bringing up the fact that I keep seeing people purchase certain beers in bulk from like Great Lakes Brewing is another one. that. This is how brands. we had that conversation. That's yes. why we had the conversation. And then you talked to a brewer here who said their sales have gone up in on their core range. I saw it on Twitter, actually. Oh, and then you asked that brewer from here. You were talking to him the other night. And then he was like, yeah, our things went up in depth. Because oh yeah, wants yeah, all yeah! Our, regular, our, our, stat, our core life so 100%. that's so interesting that you say that. I just think that's actually how purchases, except for Nate, who's like buying all of Ontario. <laughs> I was saying, I was like, Nate's credit card is just like, or Nate's Thank like you. wallet is the one that's like taking care of all of the Ontario <laughs> industry right now. Like you're single handedly supporting. I just the doing industry. my part.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I think that's interesting that you said that because um, just having a beer or non adjunct, sexton brewing says. Not so just okay. having, like, a core beer that's reliable that you can depend on and drink and not be, like, so concerned over it. Gotcha. Guess.
0: Yeah. So just a brief, like, Tiff saw people buying cases and cases of Great Lakes. It's like, why are people buying cases of the same beer? Because that's mm. not how we've consumed beer ever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I guess these people want, like, crushes or whatever. And I saw, I, for, I keep forgetting his name. It's, like, Josh or something. He's, like, a beer writer in um, Chicago. Do you know what I'm talking about on Twitter? Like, oh, uh, Josh. No, yeah, hops notes or something. So he said yeah. he. I think it was um, uh, what's the word? Qualitative data just from speaking to brewers. Uh, he said that people now want cheaper beer in uh, lower ABV and crushable styles versus like you know four packs of nine percent haze or pastry stouts or something like that because that's how people are consuming beer now. I think that doesn't apply because that's not how I'm consuming beer even now. Clearly, that's not how you're consuming beer even now. Like I haven't changed the way um, any of my drinking habits drinking habits uh, have gone. Um, damn sexy, you're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't changed the, yeah, the way I drink, but like I have a podcast and content to make, right? So like I can't sit there and use my beer drinking time to drink the same beer over and over. If I wanted to, yeah, I would. Like I did an order from Bellwoods. I actually had to get it sent to a friend in Toronto, which in hindsight, I probably should have got it sent to you and we should have split it. And then, but I didn't want you to have to leave the house and do any shipping. That was the reason I didn't ask you. Um, Yeah. Because I wanted Milkshark, And the only other beer I wanted was their new Jelly King. And then they happened to sell out. I was like, fuck. So then instead I just got Witch Shark, Jutsu and Bellweiser, which I had a million times. And I was actually really happy to just just drink it. Mm Mm-hmm. It was dope, but I wouldn't want like a case. I'd probably want a case of the Crispy Boy to be honest, but like it was, it was an interesting thing. How do you feel about your drinking? That was my long winded way of sort of saying like, you know, how do you feel about
2: your, um, your drinking habits? patterns and habits mm-hmm. over this time? So the thing that I've been finding right now is that I've actually been drinking more than, um, than I usually do in my, um, in my normal routine, <laughs> okay. I've, uh, I've had to force myself more to, t- uh, to take days off than, um, than normal. And
1: uh,
2: like, and you know how I feel about the importance of, uh, like of taking breaks from drinking and uh, like, and not drinking every day and uh, like, and whatnot. It's, uh, like I feel very strongly about that. and. Um, it's just the change in my routine uh, like has kind of interrupted my normal, uh, like my, my normal habit. It's what like, it's, and I'm uh, like, and I'm, I'm very lucky that I'm uh, like, I'm fortunate enough to be able to work from home. Um, and I don't have to, uh, so, you know, I don't have to leave the house. And it's one of those things like, like without me not driving to work and whatnot, you know, it's very easy to happy hour as soon as like, as soon as I close my laptop for the day. Right. Um, Oh, it's, uh, it's one of those things of, I, uh, like I force myself that like, you know, I'm going to, I like, I'm going to take two or three days, uh, like every week to uh, like, to not drink because I just don't have enough else to like else to do, which is uh, like, where, like, which is just kind of naturally forcing me not to drink. Like I'm not as busy in my free time. I'm not like, you know, I'm not driving around to do errands uh, like, and all this. So it's one of those things that I'm just finding all that more important to just keep my you know, keep my health and good habits in mind. It's like it's taking a little like a little more focus and uh, like and and commitment and kind of remembering why like why it's important to do those things. Mm-hmm. Right. No, that's good. I think you did. How have you guys <laughs> found it?
1: Right. <laughs> Well, I guess there are a few things to consider. We've kind of always been doing this, so it's not so different in terms of, like, working habits and general living habits. Um, We've always worked at home, so unfortunately or unfortunately, every day is, like, the same anyway, so it is really requires self-checking to say, like, okay, I'm not going to drink two days. So, like, your life now is just what I've been battling with for five years. Yeah. (laughs) But it's crazy because it, it is hard when you... Yeah, you're just at home, like nothing's gonna happen. After like, why not? Like, if the beer is there, it's calling your name. The wine is there, it's calling your name. Why wouldn't you take a sip? You know. So that's just been my everyday struggle for a while, and um, I have no solution to that. Well, oh, sorry, I have Craig a implemented a solution, which has been great. I'm just trying to do two days off per week. Is my goal. Have you been doing that? Yeah, last week I think. And this week I've done one day off.
0: So I just need to get
1: one more day off. It's probably Sunday.
0: Yeah. And then I've hit my goal. I thought it was easiest. What I've tried to do now, because like, I, didn't re- I always thought, like what Tiff said, we've been working from home for five years. So I was like, this is not crazy different for us. But I didn't realize how much I leave the house like to do errands. I'm the errand guy. Um, I run around and get my hair cut or I'll go and like, oh, like you're doing, Tiff has more calls than me with her clients. So I'm like, look, I'll go run to the supermarket. I'll just go do this and just do it for us. So it didn't never bother me. Um, now I'm realizing I'm not, I'm like, oh fuck, I'm trying to get myself into more of a sort of certain routine. So I figured I like drinking Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm -hmm. And at most I'm trying to say three nights in a row is good. I take Sunday, Monday off. So after a stint, I take two days off. Then I drink Tuesday, I don't drink Wednesday and then back Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So I drink four on and three off every week. And I have – and by the time I finish on Saturday, I drink Saturday, I'm like, cool, I'm not drinking Sunday. That's like we were talking earlier about doing a drinking thing on Sunday. I'm like, yeah, I'm not drinking Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like unless there's some sort of crazy reason that I have to, then I'd switch it up. But I haven't f- – I found one.
1: Well, nothing's happening. So. Nothing's happening, right? <laughs> it's so, it's, like.
0: So, it's, it's easy to, to
1: stick to it. Yeah. It is a good time to try to stick to that and put those parameters in place. It's like, yeah. You have Normally,
0: to. I don't like strict regimented routine. Mm-hmm. I hate that. It doesn't really do a lot for me. But for some reason, this has really worked. And I felt, and now I started doing some exercising stuff because I'm, you know, noticing the quarantine thing because I would be walking more than I, I used to. Plus, there's a gym in the building. I would usually use that. So now I'm like, Well, at the very least, if I can control my drinking and keep it to like 60% on and 40% off, I'm like, oh, it's not bad, you know? Mm -hmm.
1: And this is a pretty good ratio. I think that's a good ratio. And there's also something to consider it is actually easier, and you're saying, oh, it's working really well right now. But that's because we're not shoot, going and shooting two podcasts somewhere. That's So that was point. the problem is that like we were – There's no external variables. But there's – yeah, there's no external variables. So it's not like, well, we could be shooting a podcast Tuesday and Thursday and then – so you're just going to drink. Obviously, you're going to drink with the brewer. Yeah. And then if you just want to drink in your leisure time, then that adds other days that you're going to be drinking. Yeah. Um and that's kind of why it compounds, and then all of a sudden you're drinking seven days in a row or something if you're not
0: careful. Right, and I'd have to do it on the fly then. Whereas yeah. at least right now everything's the same and yeah. there's nothing that's going to sort of impact it. So whilst I'm able to do that, I'm just going to stick to it as long as I can, and, mm-hmm. and it should be good. Uh, so I'm saying here, do you have more than one per night or just one a night? I probably have four a night, four to five. I like his name: Booze Games Deep Thoughts. Yes, you know, yeah, it's Dan. But I dig it. Shout out to Dan. Hey Dan. Dan's in Calgary um yeah, yeah I have, i'm one per night you said you four
1: per night i'd say
0: four to five because i still i'm catching up on my stuff because i've had problems with like i was i was just sick couldn't drink for a while at the end of 2019 and a little bit of this year i've had a lot of colds this year and it's been kind of annoying so like I'm, i keep getting banked up and i've just got content to shoot man like i need to get through them so i try if I, like i'm always in the back of my head i'm like i gotta power through these beers so every time i drink i try and hit like a good amount four or five within reason i'm feeling done i'm just done i'm looking obsessed with
2: it what do you do uh
1: dan i drink about a bottle
0: of wine
2: a bottle of wine, so that's pretty good that's
1: pretty
2: yeah what do you do nate um if uh, like so on the work nights if i'm like if i'm drinking i usually don't have more than two okay, okay. Yeah. on uh, like on fridays and sat like on fridays and saturday nights i'll uh, like i'll usually have three
1: there you go For, okay oh, that's not bad that's good. yeah that's good
2: uh, Dan is saying, for me,
0: I have one beer a night aside from weekends, similar to what you're saying there, where I can have more. I also try to keep my review beers to just that reviewing. I don't work from home as much as I did. Okay. Mm. The, I feel like the, and this is this is a great conversation because, Nate, when we did our podcast, uh, I think we talked about balance because a few episodes before then, I did my solo episode about balance and then you wrote a full blog post on your thoughts about balance and I feel like it's a tough thing to come by during this time, right? Like keeping... Cause every day if you're not used to this life it can be like fuck it's like vacation i've seen videos and like this is like a popular thing where people go
1: to the recycling bins of their neighbors to look, <laughs> and like how much alcohol is in their thing and there's this video who's just uh, this guy like just jogging down his neighborhood and it's just like just bins blue bins and bins of alcohol and booze and just different alcohol because everybody's <laughs> like well at home one you could be a parent so you gotta drink If you're at home with your kids and also just in general, there's no like uh, stopping. It feels like there's no reason to, there's this whole every day is the same. So there's no reason to kind of stop. And everyone gets
0: to sleep more because there's no traveling if you're not working from elsewhere. Yeah. So that makes a difference. So speaking of all of this, I feel like uh, we're 50 minutes in. It's time for the second beer. Yes. Do you want to go grab that, Nate? I'll
1: grab it. Yeah, let's do it. it. Yeah.
0: Do you mind grabbing that? I'll keep everybody entertained for a bit. So, basically, we're going to do a beer. We have the same uh, bottle. It's just a big one. I was just here.
1: asking Dan here. When he says reviewing beers to just that. He's a YouTuber. Does that so. mean he's not review- he, you're But you're still drinking the full beer, though.
0: Yeah, Dan, what do you mean by keep my review beers to just or that? Like, you if like, you're reviewing, you do the one beer, and then that's it? hmm Yeah. Just the big-ass bottle. Okay. Um, yeah, it's an interesting thing. Like, all this balance stuff is... Um, Yeah, it's such a... It's an interesting thing for everybody to get used to. Um, I feel like I'm... I don't know if it's fortunate or not, but my body doesn't, like... I don't respond well to a ton of drinking. So, for me... Thank you, baby. It's a lot easier to um, not drink as much because my body just is like, bro, stop. Like, chill out. I need to have... uh, you I need to relax on this stuff. Um... So, Nathaniel, boom! In case you can't see, boom! Oh. Yes, that's a nice little. So you got the three seven five. I've got the seven fifty. That's right. Um, now this is called More Blues. It is an oak-aged blueberry chamomile vanilla sour raw ale, and it's uh, with second-use blueberries aged in oak. It is five percent. Um, what do you know? What raw in this case means? What does that mean? Like non-boil or something?
2: I think that's what it means. I'm not 100% sure, but I, but I've heard the description before and that's what I recall from this.
0: Okay. Makes sense, right? Do you know what I might actually say on, um, what's it called? More blues on, uh, untapped here. Sometimes they explain it. Nope. They did not. Yeah. I've definitely heard of it before, but I wasn't sure really what, what, what that meant. Um, I think fig- I don't know. do you know what, you know, what the difference or what the difference is with these guys between their like their 750s and the other beers? Like does it make a difference? Is there a reason why they put certain beers in 750s and otherwise or is it just like they just decide to package them?
2: I'm not sure. I'm not sure what um what determines that.
0: Okay, interesting.
2: Um, I think I think that Advanced Drinker was the first one they did in the big 750s. I think before, like I think before that, they were actually in. Um, it was either the three seven fives or maybe it was even 500s, But I think the advanced drinker was the first one they did in the big seven fifties. Interesting.
0: Ooh. Ooh, look at that great color! This is some blueberries? Nice color. I'll save oh, some for the photo afterwards. Ooh, yeah! Look at that. This is just very convenient. We just smells to have this smells fantastic
1: beer. again. Yeah. Yeah, this is great that, uh, like, pairing the beers
0: up. So, isn't there probably no way to get the photo because I have to review this?
1: Yeah.
0: Get that real quick, ready? Oh, look at that. Gorgeous. Love
1: it. All yeah. right. Yeah, because I was like, can't get needed in the photo, really. No. It's, it sucks.
0: <laughs> All right, so it's a little bit opaque, a bit of a pink head, super fluffy. Nose is. I guess blueberry's a little bit funky. Yeah.
1: Okay, I'm gonna get you guys in my
0: photo though. Oh, I like that. Oh yeah. Look at the camera. There we go. Nice. Beauty. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's a chamomile I'm smelling.
0: Oh, okay. Did you get the tea? Chamomile. That's what it. Is. It's like- so, second used blueberries, and that's actually a lot of color even from second used blueberries. Yeah. I like it. I almost dipped. Get it in ya? Get it in ya. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Whoa. Whoa. That is tangy. Puckering. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> really,
2: Jesus
1: Christ.
0: <laughs>
2: This is intense, eh? Well, that blueberry is not messing around.
1: Nope, she is not. What else is in it? So I got the chamomile from the nose, but
0: yeah, the chamomile is rather or vanilla.
1: Yeah.
0: Mmm.
2: Oh my gosh, that is like intense. Yeah, like the like the blueberry is actually quite strong.
0: Yeah, which is which is odd or interesting. Um, not in a bad way from a beer like this. Um, very, very, very tart though. Yeah.
2: Um, quite floral too. Like you, like you get that a lot from the, uh, from the chamomile there.
0: Yeah. Kind of juicy. Like it's like a juicy blueberry. Wow. Yeah. Mmm. Woof. That is great. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Dan is saying is this one so my fridge I have one beer not four packs and most are review beers I oh, sounds relate. like Craig <laughs> I try to have at least one four pack that I can have on the side when I don't have to review okay, ah, okay. that's what I do too I really, well I don't try to if I have it it's a bonus um, when I do my reviews I just do one a night to keep my content going if I want more I use a four pack and I have to pull out my camera equipment and review more isn't
1: it nice not to pull out the camera sometimes <laughs> that, was oh, that was actually wow. perfect timing
0: right as not <laughs> <actually better. laughs> Wow, wow. Nate, can you just have a beer without taking a photo? Wow. Jeez. Can we can we just have a nice moment here? <laughs> Fuck.
1: But like, yeah, we have to create content, but it is good to have those beers that are just like ones you've already had. You've done what you need to do with it, and now it's just yours to enjoy. So, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. No, I relate it's to like that. like the beer we had before this, right? We had like just a had like common a good, social, sociable pills there. Yeah, just and, like... Uh,
0: while we're getting ready and stuff, and yeah, um, don't have to do anything with it if I do like, it. but see, even after this, I'll probably do a couple one minute beer reviews, um, yeah. record them. If not, if I couldn't be bothered, sometimes like I'll have some of the I'll get high, and I, when they I get high, I'm like, oh, I can't do this right now, and I just won't do it. I have some wine stuff to shoot after this. There you go, right? So, you yeah. can't even. So, it's like, the content for beer media people, you all understand it's like you know, it's always a whole thing to, mm-hmm. um, I guess, to be. To be drinking and, and to be putting together the content, so yeah, it's good. But this is great. I knew this would be fantastic. Yeah.
1: Oh,
2: the yeah, camomile. this is great. The chamomile like, is crazy, huh? Yeah, like you were saying, like the blueberries coming through really strong, but the chamomile too, like it's yeah. super, super floral. I normally don't like chamomile, Um,
0: but I started – I got some. When I saw a naturopath at the end of last year, I got some chamomile tea. And I just really liked it. It's great. I had it every night, and so now I'm like real. I feel like if I didn't have that, I wouldn't have appreciate. I wouldn't appreciate this beer as much. Ooh. This is fantastic.
1: That prepped your palate. For yeah. Right. I'm yeah. Ready for it. Yeah.
0: Um, so something. Oh, here we go. Sorry, Dan, saying something. What's he saying here? Yeah, I have extra eatables <laughs> to help me to not drink as much as well. Yeah. <laughs> The old, uh, the oils, the sprays, the cookies, the gummies, yeah. Craig has a whole... And a whole stash. I want to do an episode about, like a full episode just about weed stuff. Weed and beer. You probably um, get
1: like a beer that
0: has
1: something. Oh, I've had terpene beers
0: it. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I have, I got this shit recently. Uh, I can't remember if I told you guys about it. So, uh, I don't know if you're much of a, um, a weed dude, Nate. Right, cheers, um, Dad. My dad's off. No, no worries, my... mate. I don't cheers, know much about... No, it's not. It's it's not really my thing. No, I think no worries. So cheers, Dan. Thanks for tuning in, bro. Appreciate you. Um, there was uh, they had this. Um, it's like a soda, like a, a twenty-two milligrams of THC in a soda, and it's just like it tastes a little. Oh yeah, like, I think I. Saw that. I think I sent you the photo. So I had that the other night, and it's like super low. So it's almost like if you're going to a like you could drink that at a party. And you could just sip that along – put some ice in it and like some lemon or something, lime, and just enjoy that. But it doesn't get you smashed. So it's like a real like light buzz. So you could have that at like a – at a group. Say if you don't want to drink or whatever, at least you feel like you're you know, sipping on something and you're getting a bit of a buzz. So I want to try that with like gin or something in it to see mm. if you can get drunk and high in the same thing. I don't know if it's huh, – Right on. Um, which is interesting. Anyway, off topic. So something else that you and I were talking about, when we were talking before about the, um, uh, the, the online ordering and things like that, one yeah. thing that we've noticed, and there's actually something else today that I saw, I don't know if you saw it, which is why I want to bring it up. So we were talking about how like, even the hyped beers are still in, like, very difficult to get, even during these times, I really thought things would change and it did not. Um, yeah. And this is not calling out any of the breweries, all the people buying it. It's just more an, an interesting observation. Like the one that we were talking about with our great, great friends at wood brothers. Um, they're still figuring out their online system, but their shit goes in like 30 minutes, 30 minutes to an hour.
2: Incredible. Um, for yeah, like their, their most recent, uh, the, the most recent release was the first one on their new, uh, on their new web shop. And, they like their entire stock was sold out in less than half an hour of the launch jeez Christ
0: that's see that's that's kind of crazy that that's how they do yeah. it um I mean it's great that it shows how popular the brewery and the beers are um but it's super um i guess it's it's tough because like not everyone can get a hold of it um I noticed today on the same note Masoram had to drop so oh, okay. What
1: I thought they
0: were closed and done for? No, they just said they just were at where they kind of made the way they positioned it was. It was like ah, uh, you know, it seemed like they might not they might stop oh, producing. Oh,
1: interesting. Okay.
0: So my friend Stefan, he was he wants he's into beer. He's not like a beer nerd, and he was gonna he has a car. So I was like, dude, if you ever want to to get some beer, and like I can't get there, but like I'll give you the money. I'll let you know when they drop if you're interested in picking them up, and I'll you know pay you for it. I know he wanted some beer. So he was like, "Yeah, cool. Let me know." So I sent him the message, like the uh, I DM'd him the, the the post, and then I think I got a call, and then I came off the call, and the store had sold out. So they were doing no. online autumns, and they sold out within like thirty minutes as well. Yeah, and they had a saison, they had a saison bottle, and they had um, just one, you know, four packs of haze. So I don't know. Is this like is this like problematic that like? Like maybe the brewers are brewing less, which is quite plausible. What is that? Can you hear that beep or is it just me? Yeah. Can you hear a beep?
2: Nate? Um... No, the, the the only thing I'm having is that like you, you, your voices are like are just skipping a little bit about uh, like about once every five minutes or so, but it, ca- like, it catches back up again.
0: Okay. Okay. I just hear like a beep, but it sounds like the the comment beep, but it's. I thought it was the comment beep, but it's not.
1: It beep, but it's yeah, not, it's a yeah. different
0: one. i was just like, am I missing just something? Random
1: here? things of the program will figure out as we go along.
0: Yeah, it's all new right now. So, um, what was I saying?
1: You're talking about Masorum and the fact that they sold out immediately after.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it a problem? So is it a problem that, like, I mean, clearly breweries are brewing less, so it's probably going to be harder to get their beer. And I was thinking that because, you know, more people than any that we would like are probably going through some hard times. Mm -hmm. You know, they probably won't have the budgets to be dropping all this money that they typically spend. You know, I see dudes walk out of Missile with cases on cases of, you know, it's It's like you see the guys in Treehouse and they walk out with a dolly with, like, eight cases and shit. Like, these, you know, Hayes Boy you know trade hype motherfuckers who sort of ruin it for everybody um like i wonder if there's a if that's still i guess it's still happening here in canada it's just interesting to me that it's still going on at that level to the point where you can't even get you know some beers that you would have typically been able to get before and now you can't even get the beers so i don't know if they're producing less i don't think so like wood brothers definitely aren't producing less they're already on a small system
2: no it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like they're producing less what um like what it looks like <coughs> is it looks like there like there are some breweries here which are which have kind of been elevated to the same level of hype as some like as some of the breweries in the like in the US had in the last three to four years, like the same, like, cause your, your tree house example, like is a perfect example. Um, like people, like people walking out with, like with cases upon cases. Um, and, uh, like the alchemist in Vermont was the same, like was the same thing like five years ago. It would be like one of those things of within, within an hour or two of uh, the beverage warehouse opening, they'd get cleaned out. Yeah. Um, And, uh, and, and, you know, it's the same, like the same thing with Trillium. Um, It's, it's just like, and there's a couple of breweries up here now that have started to achieve that same level of hype that people will line up around, uh, like around the block when there's uh, like, when there's canning drops and there's uh, like, and, we, like we know for a fact that there like that there's people who like who pick up more than they intend to drink for themselves just, like just for the sake of muling whether they like whether they've got um, like whether they've got a network of people that they trade with they like to send it to or if they're um, just like just hoping to they like to trade it for other stuff that they like that they themselves can't get locally Um and it's that uh, kind of people doing a lot of overbuying, which makes the product really inaccessible. Yeah,
1: how you
2: That's feel about overbuying.
1: that? overbuying,
2: jeez. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm happy for the like. I'm happy for the breweries that are that are, like that are being successful. Like it's one of, like it's one of those things of if people are buying Wood Brothers, like Wood Brothers beer, I'm psyched and amped for like for the people of Wood Brothers because like you and I, like you and I know they're like, they're great people. Um, they like, you know, like, they work really hard. They make great beer. I'm gl- like, I'm glad they're experiencing some uh, like, oh, said, like so much success on that front and people want their stuff. Yeah. Um, where I find like, and and I'm not, and I'm not meaning to use Wood Brothers like as a bad as a bad example, but it's just um, like because they know that, like they said themselves in their in their post afterwards that they want to try to change things so that more people the product if like if it's so like like they know that the last one went faster than like than would be ideal for them. Mm-hmm. Um, It's like from a consumer perspective, it can get a bit tough because it's one of those things of if, as a consumer, if a brewery is selling out of uh, like of that stuff in half an hour, it's not really accessible to everyone. It's accessible only to the people who are kind of uh, kind of like really extra committed to jumping on it at the first like at the first second of launch and who are willing to buy. Uh, like who are willing to buy six to eight four packs or whatever like or whatever their max is or if there isn't a max they'll be buying a couple of cases or, uh, um, or like or whatever it is which like really no one who's a casual enthusiast has like has a hope of even tasting it when it, like mm. when that's kind of in, uh, well, well that's kind of how it's being bought out
0: yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like, I feel like if they're selling it in half an hour, they could drop the limits. Like, right now, Wood Brothers do an honorary system where it's three bottles per person, typically, and they kind they of enforce that from their back end. So they just, you know, hope people are doing the right thing, which I mean, they could You'd just have like, to like
1: limit IP, like uh,
0: track the IP address or, or something. I don't even know if it's that, because it's got to be like, you know, you should be able to say like, you know, no more than this per order or something like the system they use clearly doesn't give them what they need mm. to be able to restrict it. So they're probably changing that. But the point is that like, I don't know if people, that, I mean, I'm sure when they pull up, they're going to be like, dude, you've ordered six of these. Come on, man. Like, You'd be
1: like, oh, for all my friends. In the yeah. Party.
0: And that's what, I mean, these are in pop-top growls. How long can they possibly last? Like...
1: Yeah, to overbuy is so bizarre.
0: Yeah. And even like masoor I don't know. Generally, I forgot what their limits were on this one they might have reduced it for the one today but like they go so i've never ever seen mesorum sell like that before so it's almost like the hype i thought the hype would die on a lot of these things that would have been my prediction before this and it's just i feel like it's gone up um and it's not like i think it has gone it has it yeah yeah i feel like i'm not like i would have lied i'll be like i wouldn't mind a four i wanted one four pack that was all (laughs) i wanted and my friend what Stefan wanted to fall back. And, like, yeah, I didn't even, I, to it. be honest, I didn't even read the post. I just saw it was out now. And I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Maybe you should go down, you know, if mm-hmm. you want to go down. But they did online only. And I don't, clearly, it's not delivery, it has to be pickup. But if they can sell that in 30 minutes, I think that's definitely problematic. Because um, I know I've met dudes who have told me, going, oh, yeah, I buy a case of Masorum a week. I'm like, you buy a fucking case a week. Like you're drinking like two or three cans a night for that to be like yeah available. And I'm like, mm. I, like, I guess, you know, it's whatever. It's whoever's got the money, or whoever's there first. But like, Jesus. Or however I'm you like, drink. They can't. Yeah. They, they, they can't be drinking all of themselves.
1: Yeah, maybe they're selling it or doing something with it. I, I know two thinking, people like,
0: who drink it themselves and they buy a case a week.
1: So like, I, if I was wanting to drink beer that excessively, I could probably drink five beers at night or something easily. So it probably wouldn't take that long to do i'm more thinking like with bellwoods even for example you could have ordered as many milk sharks as you liked for the birthday milk shark no speaking of that yeah but you ordered two
0: out of two because all that like was too
1: reasonable you're gonna review one and then you're gonna have another one that's fun and extra yeah it just would seem ridiculous especially knowing that a beer it's a beer that someone oh so many people would want to purchase eight beers or something yeah, it's I almost think it's like, like it's limited. It's becoming like tickets to a concert or something like yeah. that. You're just like buying it in hopes to either like, there has to be a portion of like trying to sell them or something a little bit.
0: No, dude, think- I've been approached for trade for Milkshark. Mm. Like people who buy too much and they trade them. But it just sucks that they're allowed to do it in the first place. I bought that milkshake about one hour. I think it went on sale at 11 and I ordered it at 12. Mm. And... I got two that I wanted, and then I told – I think I told you and I told my brother, and my brother went on it, like, one gone. Like, that's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. And that was a beer that hasn't had a hype to the point of, like, this level for, like, two years. Like, I used to line up to buy that beer when it was in a bottle, mm-hmm. probably in 2018 yeah. at the latest. And then now it's going away. So, I mean, I guess it's like – it's like a new – that's a new type of issue that's come up with this. It's almost like people are bored so, and they've got nothing else to spend their money on. Scarcity Maybe mindset. people who are – maybe that too. <laughs> or people aren't traveling so they're just like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to buy more milkshakes than I could ever drink and then they'll all go off or they'll just try and trade them for other shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they'll have too many and then people won't care. I don't know. It's just – it's a strange thing, man. And I, I don't know. It's, it's tough on the breweries because they shouldn't have to care. It shouldn't really
2: be their problem because they're a business. Exactly. Like like I don't uh, like I, I definitely don't begr- uh, don't begrudge the breweries because they're like they're making really fucking good beer and they like and, you know they, they deserve the success that comes with that like they like they should have um, like people buying it and I'm glad that people are buying it it's um, it's just un- like it's just unfortunate for that like that an average consumer. It's like, it's so much but like, there's so much more of a barrier to it. Like another example, like in my neck of the woods is bacanada. Canada, like, you know how, like how crazy that like, like the hype is uh, like, like around their beers. And it's for good reason. It's because that like, they make really good shit that so few other people in the, like in the area and in the province are making. Like the beer is that like, is that good. But it's one of those things of when they have one of their big like uh, the, like their big bottle drop or can drop days that's like a ticketed event. I'm not stepping anywhere near that because it's one of the like because it's one of those things of like I also don't line up for beer. Um, it's like I, I cannot be bothered to stand in a line yeah. for two to three hours for beer. And, like, and you see um, on Instagram, like, what, like, people sharing on their stories, like, what they're taking away. And, like, you know that those, like, that those cases that they're carrying away from back to Canada with, four, like, with four bottles and six four-packs and whatnot. Like, they just dropped two, three, sometimes $400 on beer, like, on these bottle and can, like, in can release days. Like, it, like it's nuts. Yeah. It's and that like and that will be gone by the end of the day. Like no like no one who doesn't want to stand in line for that is even going to be able to touch those.
1: You know, that's actually a bigger problem with that because that actually takes it away from. And you said that like the casual enthusiast. But even just anyone who is going to discover this brewery or something like that, Hmm. like it's actually taking away. So not having these limits just means that everyone who is always going to buy every single time is going to get it. And it completely eliminates discovery of those beers because a regular person is not going to be able to walk in the next day and just be like, oh, let me try that. It's gone. So it's like the limits need to be imposed. Otherwise, you're hurting your wider reach and potential to
0: actually reach new customers. That's a great point. I never thought of it like that.
1: It's interesting
2: in that way. Yeah, I mean, like, like, and race? back Canada, even, they they even have those limits, and, and like, and it still has to be ticketed events, and uh, like, and, and have those crazy lineups and whatnot. Like, it's one of those things that I think back Canada is trying to control it, and they get like, and they almost can't. Uh
0: geez. yeah, I guess like they can't control their popularity, right? What and what people want to see from them, and people just want their shit, like. Same as Misorum here, like it just is what it is. People want it. And I haven't
1: know. looked at what the system is, but it shouldn't it just be like, we we're ex-Apple retailers, right? Um, when you when a phone dropped, it was a big deal, and there were people who wanted to buy the phones in bulk, but they couldn't do that because it's not fair because a regular person could not get an iPhone if we let everybody go in and buy the 20, 30 so People would come and try to buy 60 phones and give you cash for it like it was a thing I don't think I've ever seen wads of cash like that before I've never seen wads of cash like I did dudes were paying
0: homeless guys to come to to wait up well but you know the reason
1: they were doing that though is because Apple enforced a limit which was you here with this one credit card or this cash you cannot come back into the line and you cannot purchase we're only going to sell you two at a time that's just what it is So then that's why they started paying homeless people to come in and actually it was just so ridiculous to come in and buy. So you'd have like a homeless person coming in with $3,000 asking you to buy two phones or something. It was ridiculous. Oh my God. But (laughs) the whole point is that they did have that restriction and Apple probably had that mindset where they were like, we need to, our goal is to get an iPhone in as many hands as possible because those are even more people who are going to talk about our products. So when you only let the exact same people every single time purchase these things, then that just closes the door to anyone new. Like anyone who's going to discover Masorum during this quarantine period likely won't because everyone who's already a uh, masoram hype person purchases everything, you know? So I I don't know what yeah. that has to look like, but if you walk up and you're standing in line, it's like you get this one pack and that's just what it is. Yeah. And then fine, if you're going to get other people to come in and buy for you, that's, that's that, that's fine. But like you as this individual are going to get this one pack. Or you go back to the back of the line or something like that. There has to be something. Yeah. Because it is ridiculous and it's it's it's, no one needs that many of the same the same beer. There's just going to be so many more. It's just so it's nonsense,
0: really. Yeah. yeah. It it sucks because only the that the haze really the gets this level of hype. Maybe pastry stouts, but that's kind of about it. Yeah. No one else is really lining up for other things like that. So it's like unfortunately there's the two styles that. I particularly enjoy, and like Missouri is around the corner. It just sucks because like you just can't even get a fucking full pack of the stuff. Yeah, no. you know, and I know the guys too. Like I'm never gonna ask them for anything, but like you know, like come on, man. I don't know. It's 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 frustrating. So I guess the the beer nerds are uh, it's. I mean, again, it's every man for It's capitalism, you know, but, like, at the same token, it doesn't help grow the scene. And I guess the high-pays boys don't really give a fuck about the scene. They give a fuck about what other high-pays they can get in their hands. And the more of one thing that has a trade value they can get, hold of, the more they're going to hang on to it, so.
2: Yeah. And we've talked a lot before about, like, one of the other kind of problems that arises out of this is that um, it kind of... Create, like it, the other thing that it does is that it it feeds into that whole it, like into that whole issue of haze is everything, um and a lot of, like and a lot of the people in that crowd who are doing like the whole muling thing and uh um at, like and who are lining up there are the like are the ones who it's like it's like haze is the only like is the only thing they'll buy it's the only thing they'll drink it's the only thing they'll post on Instagram and that. Uh, the, like uh, and all these things, and it kind of has forced like, like like we like we've seen it happen a lot where breweries who are good, like who are good at what they brew, um, but who pays is not uh, is not really their style, are kind of get, like venturing into that seemingly because it feel like because it feels like they have to, I and mean, you can't really blame them for feel like for feeling that way, mm. and it's. Become a thing that like over like overall like the overall quality of haze I think ha, like has gone down like that like the breweries who like who focus on it are like are pumping out solid fire but the rest of it, but like in the rest of the scene who are kind of just making it beca- making it because it's popular and because some people it's the only thing that they're interested in mm-hmm. it's kind of made the style like like really drop in overall quality in my opinion
0: interesting point definitely agreed that the breweries who do it well do it well and then they, they typically focus on it and then a lot of others are trying to follow suit like you know it's fine if they i mean no one's going to achieve the lineup level of of haze quality but if they have something that's half decent cool i guess like it's nice to know if you can get a half decent New England IPA. If you go to a brewery, but you wouldn't specifically go out of your way as like the beer nerds. I guess it's two different markets.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And a lot of the times now, the New Englands are, are the gateway beer yeah. for a lot of people. They're they're converting folks to beer, and I think that makes the style more important. I found the more oh, for
1: sure when more, we're at Mamafuku. Remember, yeah. we're at Mamafuku in New York, um, and they have a fantastic beer <laughs> craft beer list, of course, because we're in New York. Does it? And we gave my friend, who's not a beer drinker, was it? It was out Half
0: Green City, if I'm not mistaken.
1: And we she was just like, "Oh, this is, yeah. She was like, this is so, like, it's like juice or something. It's just like, oh, wow. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is a style of beer, you know? And she just went, because she was not interested at all. And then when she
0: had it, she's like, this tastes great. Yeah, we didn't get it full. I just gave it some of mine. And, yeah. like, she loved it. But it does is.
1: introduce, I think, because you're like, yeah. oh, okay, and then you start seeing in more and more places, and then it gets you into being like, okay, if I do go to Berlin, I find myself there. I'll try this, Now I know that this is a good style, and it's for yeah. me.
0: And then it just continues and continues to it brings you in to the whole world. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. The hype thing is, it's, uh, it's just like yeah. It's just something that we had observed. It's not like the end of the world. Like there's, you know, definitely other stuff. I know. You know, we talked about last episode trailways coming to take the back as of shit yesterday. Oh. So now you can get huge on Hubs here in Quebec, which is dope. New Dominion not always pumping out fire haze up in Ottawa. Flora Holder, some great stuff. Um, Bicycle have been doing some good stuff as well. Really enjoying yep. their haze. Um, you know, there's there's a you know, there's more the, you know, and now even like Town you do it. People were saying I saw someone say that Town's latest, that like double catch full of dads, is the best haze they've ever had. I've seen a few people say that. Really? Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to talk to Jeff. Shouts to you, Jeff. Oh, really? Yeah, Jeff. Yeah. Jeff, I'm going to talk to you, bro. Um, on a side note, one of the other things that's finally started coming out at the Altogether together is the other half collab. So um, I know the Bar Canada dropped theirs. I think Brewski dropped theirs. I know Masorum were brewing it, so they should be soon. Which town dropped has, theirs.
1: has one coming? Or yeah,
0: Wood Brothers either this week or it would be the next drop
2: that mm-hmm. they'll have it. Have you got your hands on and any of that? Town those? too. Yeah, Town, yeah. exactly. I haven't. I haven't had my got my hands on any of them yet. Yeah,
0: another buy. I don't think there's any amount in like PR packs. I think there's going to be like, and that's another kind of tying onto the last. No, they probably won't because the whole point is that the it, money donated yeah. goes to some foundation. No. Yeah, fuck it. I'm I think it's actually Jeff. foundation a bunch for, um,
1: for for like restaurant workers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, hospitality. Yeah, that's which not, is not a bad so idea. Cool.
0: And they give a portion of it to that, which is dope. Yeah. I want to. Um, I think that's. I, I hope they're accessible because. Basically, the one version I know that – actually, no, one brewery did reach out to me from here in Quebec that they made the beer, and they did a West Coast version. So it's going to be like a West Coast hoppy piney IPA, which I think is quite an interesting twist. Every single other one I've heard about has been Hayes. I just hope that the Hayes fucking trade people – allow more folks to get this I guess at the end of the day as long as they sell because the money's going to the people They're so the money in this is fine. in this
1: case <laughs> yeah, it's fine. the
0: money's the most important thing yeah but I don't know yeah. I, I, the awareness of the cause I think is dope because if someone's able to like maybe a not so obsessed beer drink is able to get hold of them from somewhere that isn't going crazy then they might be like oh and then they'll see it elsewhere then they'll be like oh you're doing it too oh cool 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 like mm-hmm. I think that's there's more value in that for the community um, but the same token, yeah, the money is a bit more important this time as opposed to regular. Yeah.
1: But it's a very cool initiative. I'm really happy they did that.
0: Yeah.
1: Other Half also. Other Half is just funny having um, Half Hours on Earth because their names remind me or like of the ingredient other? list reminds me of like Other yeah. Half. Yeah. Where it's just like this ridiculous long list of ingredients that um, <laughs> either makes people very excited or
0: very angry. It depends. One or but, like, two. I think it's just so hilarious. And very cool. Yeah, I think you said the craft beer channel went to. Um, yeah, they weren't enjoying know, it too. They you, didn't they yeah, not they were enjoy it. Wow, wow, you guys. Are, <laughs> but they're more purists, perhaps, and yeah, I respect yeah. that. Yeah. So that was one thing. Uh, that was pretty much all the stuff we had on the list here, Uncle Nate. Yeah. That was yeah. A good, that was a good chat, bro. I appreciate you. It was, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I like this. This is like a nice little switch up from uh, what we were doing, and you know, just give different energy in there and get to actually—it's kind of just like a, a bunch of friends hanging out anyway, just an excuse to talk shit and. Yeah. Catch up.
1: Yeah. Just um, as we would if you were visiting, if we're hanging out together, so it's good.
0: Yeah, I guess it might be a little while. Yeah, it's we'll always good to chat with you guys. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, what do you work – you got any uh, blog posts uh, coming up that people can look out for? I know this is a genuine question from my side because we haven't spoken about it <laughs>
2: <laughs> Um. Well, I mean, like there's a like there's a couple of things that are like coming down the pipe in the like in the next month that I like that um, that that we're both going to be uh, like that we're both going to be a part of remotely that uh like that I'm looking forward to uh, like to writing about. Um, I, I think you probably know what I'm talking about, but I'll uh, like I'll keep it on the down low for now.
0: Okay. Ooh, all right. look nice. Out, nice. Look nice. Look I love it. Nice. Um, and look, I was gonna say if you look, if you're watching, you can see the at Nathan does beer uh, right next to you there. So that will uh, let people know where they can follow you. At oh, yeah, Nathan Nate,
2: does you beer, can't right? see
1: this, right? Because you're just in a you're Skype screen.
2: You're just looking at a Skype screen, right? Yeah, that's right. I, I only see myself in the upper right hand corner. <laughs> <they> okay.
1: Go.
0: <laughs> so for those watching on YouTube, you'll see at Nathan does beer under his logo right there. You can follow him everywhere on uh, social media at Nathan does beer. Um, and for and on the BOS blog and on the BOS blog which is good because I didn't have to, I guess I just said it, I was about to say and for the podcast listeners but I said it anyway yeah yeah and the BOS blog so make sure you check out Nate's got some great pieces what was the last one you did the Dominion the, the, um, the City
2: one no uh, the <laughs> one would, have, would have been the like Dominion City uh, like how they're serving their beer like during the pandemic
0: love it no, it's and the
2: importance of supporting
0: people yeah so go check that out because there's a bunch of links you've, uh, Nate has there um to all the various um uh, online stores and different breweries and stuff where you can buy stuff and support them it's just really cool to see. That was really great. Mm-hmm. So Nate, appreciate you man. Thank you for taking the time hanging Good. out. You with great. You, Nate? Um yeah you know, great to you guys thanks for having me on. If anyone else is in okay. Ontario go get some half hours on earth because this shit is out of control. Um so yeah. it looks beautiful, right? Look at it. Oof. So guys <laughs> that is it if you actually make sure you go follow tiff as well at liquid x happiness everywhere oh no not everywhere just on instagram just instagram that's the best way to do it so guys if you enjoyed the episode smash the thumbs up hit subscribe below here on youtube hit the notification bell
1: ding so
0: you know when the new look at that <laughs> double dings so you know when the new new drops follow us on social media at baos podcast and check out the long form audio spotify apple Podcasts, all of that good stuff we're there Give us a five star rating and a review if you can. It will help us a lot, particularly right now. I guess more people are listening to podcasts, so the more uh, reviews and positive promotion we can get, that it helps a lot. Particularly if you're enjoying the content, Nate, stick around after this. Don't don't hang up straight away because I want to take a screenshot for the yeah, thumbnail, that's what I was <laughs> uh, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, if you're on YouTube, you can still hang out. We'll be gone on for a second. If you're listening, guys, thank you so much. We'll see you in the next episode. Get, get it, it in, in ya. Yeah. <laughs>